Triple beam vision. Convoluted lately, my dream is gripping. Inspirationally driven. Coming forth with force. Tiptoeing as growth get coarse. We see the do nor remorse. The art is the heart of the matter. Let it smile while I grimace. Let it cry while I'm timid. For to tell these tales is daunting. It was never a small feat. Like a vision to fruition. They land with trailing. Ballistics, so I stay in your mentions. Hello everyone. Welcome back to Poetry Journal Podcast. Hope everyone's having a good day enjoying this summer. Um, we've been having summer good weather in London recently, so I think everyone's in a good place. Um, feeling blessed, not having to go away to warm weather and all as such. So I say um, it's, it's putting everyone in a good mood. Um, what you just heard there was the quote for today, and I will go through it again. Triple beam vision, convoluted lately, my dream is gripping. Inspiration, inspirationally driven, coming forth with force, tiptoeing as growth get coarse. We see the do nor remorse. The art is the heart of the matter. Let it smile while I grimace. Let it cry while I'm timid. For to tell these tales is daunting. It was never a small feat. Like a vision to fruition, they land with trailing ballistics, so I stay in your mentions. Okay, and with this with this piece, the first thing that comes to mind um, in thinking to unpack it was, you know, that question: um, Do you believe in your vision? Um, in, in the case to do with myself, I strongly believe in my vision. Um, in this case, my vision is all to do with poetry and what I do. And I think, why is this relevant? Well, I feel at the end of the day, when all is said and done, what else do you have? If you, if you uh, do not have, um, in a way, you do not believe, what do you actually have? Um, and so, consequently, I do my best to speak candid and frank about what I believe and my vision. But I think they are almost like. Uh, peas in a pod, two sides of the same coin. Um, in a sense of like, you can't, you can't speak boldly and just, and just speak on your situation or whatever your art is, or express it if you don't, or you're most timid to a sense, to a sense if you don't. Um, but. Because of it, consequently, because of how I feel about my art, it just makes it easy for me to just 
just say it the way I want it to be said or to say it the way I created it to be expressed or I feel is best to be expressed. Um, of course, this is all to do, um, this is all in the realm of poetry. Um, and basically what I'm trying to say is wherever my poetry takes me, I try my best to stay on route and speak on that. Um, why? Well, firstly, I'm passionate about what I do. You know, I, I love what I do and what it does for me as a creator. Um, I, I'm sure everybody feels that way to an extent. And, you know, that gives you conviction to speak. Um, not only that, like I said, um, because I'm passionate what I do, but at the same time, what I get from it is, is therapy, you know. I like to think of what I write about in depth or like, um, I like to think of it like in-depth scriptures from my DNA, um, just unpacking, like, I know it's a bit off key, but it's just like, you know, if I was to be hypnotized, these are certain, some of the things that would come out anyway. You know, it's, it, it's a bit like just fictional, but yeah, that's just my mind. Um, when there is a, a shadow, uh, I'm just speaking a, a, analogically, uh, just an analogy right now. Like, for example, like when there's a shadow, I shine a flashlight. When there's a deflection, I try my best to flip that, to reflect. In essence, in essence give more flip to a reflection. And this is all to say, this is all in the effort to stay in the confines of the narrative. That is to stay en route, to speak to your truth. Speak into existence what you feel, how you feel it, and the way and the intensity it should be expressed at. Which brings me to something else I feel fits right into this. Um, just the whole idea of self-expression in a sense of finding your voice um, because I feel thereby it giving you um, it gives you an outlet and you know like I said it allows you to speak your truth I think in this day and age um, it would be an understatement to speak, to, to say, um, speaking your truth, um, there's a power that lies within that premise. Being who you are and what you want to be, I think um, these are one of the hurdles to overcome. You know, um, when, you, when you're, I don't know, some, some people find themselves at a younger age, some fun. 
the average is, you know, like young adult, you know, when you're trying to just figure out who you are, etc. But wherever that that transition happens, that's that's usually one of the first hurdles um, to to becoming a person that speaks your truth, like that gives that self-expression in its purest form. And and so after that, I think the next stage is, is having it be an advantage in um, success or like attaining a, a certain level of uh, fulfillment, if you will. Um, and I say all this to say, it may be daunting it may be uncomfortable, but the significance of speaking your truth in the here and now is ever so important. Um, so no matter how it feels, um, you've got to do it for yourself. And you've got to have the conviction or keep maintain the conviction to keep going. Because... How do you truly know who you are if you if you can't express if you cannot speak your truth? When you reach this point, the whole the world in itself becomes less daunting. Ergo Behold thy vision, which is the name of this poetry piece. And um, I, I just find this this relevant because it just encapsulates just these two points. I really just wanted to unpack and um, I feel were the two most relevant things to speak on when it comes to um, just what I wanted to express or what I wanted to um, um, almost... Uh, put to highlight in this whole um, quote that I wrote and just speaking on things. So it's almost like no matter what it is, speak your truth because there's power in it. And it just makes life so much more fulfilling when you do it. Okay, um, next segment. And uh, I have another quote, and here we go. Signs were made for another time, a time from whence you were mine, a crime to depict our old untimely demise. Sorry, a crime to depict our untimely paradigm enshrined in the confines, convinced in the shackles of I'm doing fine. Naivety. Um, what does this, what's this telling for me? Um, I think we've all been in situations where everywhere you look, all you see are indicators or constant hints pulling your mind 
back to the past or like a certain comfort zone a, a time where or a place perhaps where things appears or it was it was so simpler a place where happiness was supposed to be so easy or so much easier and this quote in terms of uh, relativity um, or relation relating I'm sure we can uh, relate to like a lover or someone or something you have a special relationship with um, I think as humans we all love those sweet illusions that almost beckons us to forget our reality when times becomes almost bitter and you know it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth it's, it's almost hard hard or harder than usual to swallow your situation um, in fact if we had our own choice we could get lost in our situation and, and those are selective times when things get so bad, it's just like you can get lost in a situation that is not real. Something that your mind, a facade that your mind just put on just to kind of get you through. To unwrap ourselves like a blanket. Or should I say to wrap ourselves in like a blanket to kind of protect us from our grief or cocoon us while we handle our grief you know um, in a type of like a blanket in a shaded place or while you're in such a shaded place as in a dark place however in such a situation like this we lack vision. In a situation like this, we lack clarity. You lose the ability to perhaps sight how far you've truly traveled. Because time, time, time waits for nobody. And time, time usually, you know, Time goes fast and you don't realize how much time you're missing or how much time is going past. But my I, the, the point is you lose a sense of time um, and you lack the understanding to grasp or reevaluate your, def, your definition of hap, happiness or whatever your focus is or supposed to be, you lose... You lose um, a sense of evaluation or definition of what that is, or the the, the idea to reevaluate that definition, because as time changes and we change, you know things as we see it and how we want it to be in its in its purest definition, according to us, will change with it. Because, of course, we all 
like I said, have our own definition. So, why? Sometimes it's good. And sometimes it's bad. Pertaining to the issue that is, whatever our situation is and our definition, sometimes, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. In the sense of like, if it's good, you lack the context or precision and control to change it. Sorry, if it's bad, you lack the context. You lack precision and control to change it for the better. If it's good, then you lack the ability to appreciate the journey and the growth that took place. There is happiness in that too. This is what I'm speaking on. Those are the terms that defines the unshackling yourself from the illusion of I'm doing fine that I spoke about in the quote mentioned. Um, so what I'm basically saying is if you're not, you lack awareness when, you know, you're wrapped up in your situation so much and, you know, things are just so overblown or warped that your mind, you get drawn by your mind into a place where you lack awareness. And so sometimes, you know, your situation may get worse, but if you're not aware, how can you change? How can you make it better? And if, if, it's a, if, if your situation gets better, or if it's good in that sense, while time continues in your lack of awareness, how can you appreciate it if you, if you don't know what's going on? So I think with this piece, I'm basically saying um, live in the moment. Appreciate what you have, why you have it. Whether it's good or bad, because nothing's, nothing lasts forever. Good times, no, but definitely not bad times either. And, you know, just, you know, the more you appreciate it, um, and the more you live in the moment, the more it breathes and it's understanding. And um, that's a beautiful thing. Okay. Um, oh, thanks everyone for listening. Um, that was another episode of Poetry Journal, and uh, I'm your host Alex Murdoch. You can find me at Poetry Journal P O three T R Y J O U R N A L on Instagram. You can find me um, Dream Imagine dot Express on WordPress and you can um, of course like I said just um, subscribe or you can find my books on Amazon most recent book Our Poetry Journal Growing Pains that's P-O-3 like the podcast P-O-3-T-R-Y-J-O-U-R-N-A-L Poetry Journal Growing Pains by Alex Murder.
and you can find that on Amazon now in ebook and paperback. Also have um, have Into the Abyss Volume One and Two out now. Short stories. Uh, it's a series, and I want to announce. Also, I have Into the Abyss Volume Three coming out in a few months. So I would love for everyone to kind of get catch up to 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 catch up with the story now with the two volumes out and um, you will hear more about this release coming soon. So if you like romantic thrillers, this is the type of story with a hint of crime in it. This is the type of story that you should definitely um, pay attention to. And also volume one is actually... um, also, not only available in ebook form, but also in audio. So definitely get on there and get yourself a copy. All right, thanks everyone. Uh, tune in next time. Thank you.